Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the happy hour. It's not the happy hour edition. I scratched that off. It could be the happy hour edition, except it's Monday. I was gonna about just about to say, heck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it on with a Monday happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally Show. On yes, another grand and glorious day in the best little city in America. And we're gonna spend a couple hours up till five o'clock. Engaging in some energetic and entertaining conversation on local, 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 state, national news and politics. You know, some of that, you know, really uh, not as not not as much on the politics. Uber producer Dan Peters is in the studio with us today. Thankful for that. And thank you for spending some time with us today on your radio at Information 1000 KSOO. On the web, streamed live at KSOO.com or on the KSOO mobile app. And we're on the Twitter machine, at P. Lally Show. You can get the updates, you can get the links, you can get all that stuff, and you can ask us questions or make comments, what have you. Share. Share your tweets, retweets, reply to tweets, like tweets. We tweeting all over the place. And, uh, yeah, so I was out of town for the big snowstorm and uh, just watching it on, uh, on, the, uh, on the social medias. And I was up in the Twin Cities for racing and, uh, and up at Green Acres Cross, and it was lovely. Uh, it did snow there on Sunday, and it snowed. Cause, but it didn't it, – th- there was a pile of snow here. There's a pile. I saw it on the people, the, all the lawn furniture shots. How much snow did we get, Dan, do you know? No. (laughs) What do you guess it was? What's your approximate? You're an old farm guy. What's your approximation? Actually, I know where I can look it up and I can find how much it snowed. The official 2.8 inches of snow. That seems ridiculous. That is just flat out ridiculous. You know what's flat out ridiculous? Yeah. I, I had a guy who is going to be relocating to Jamestown. North Dakota, yeah, and has been giving me the report of what happened there. Mm-hmm. Seventeen <laughs> inches of snow in Jamestown. They're done farming up there. Oh my! Because you know it's North Dakota, so we ain't ever going to get above freezing until about middle of June. Oi, oi, oi! Oh my jeez! <laughs> I was just it's gonna do good. that. You stole. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh my jeez! That was good. It's an oh my jeez moment. Oh my jeez! That's a lot of snow. See, that's perfect. That is perfect. When are we going to get those shirts? Somebody get on the merch. Hashtag Omajis. It's showing up on social media. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Oh, man, it is. I like that. <laughs> We're gonna, just going to keep pumping. Use the hashtag, people. O-H-M-U-H-J-E-E-Z. Make the O, the M, and the J capitalized. So it's Omajis. That's, that's our whole purpose for being now. We're just, we're just about merch. You know, hats, shirts. Oh, oh, what would you come with? The bomber hats. Yes, bomber hats. The bomber hats would be awesome, especially on a weekend of, or even like those tassel ones, you know, the knit tassel hats with an Oma G's. That would be just awesome. That would be. I got to, I'm going to get on that. We got to, we got to have a merch budget for this station, right? We got to have some sort of budget for that sort of thing. I don't know. It would have to. Have to come up with a way to maybe make it pay for itself along well, we the way. We could do that. We could do that. 
a KSOO branded Omagis hat. KSOO on one side, Omagis on the front, you know, or you can turn it around, you know, like a, some sort of stocking cap. You can wear it however you want. Yeah, make sure the seam is in a spot where, okay, if you yeah. put it there, it's it, you can wear it both ways. <laughs> yes, but it needs to be some sort of something you can wear at a cyclocross race, you know, when you're out there in the fall and the winter weather, which we were on Sunday. And so Saturday, beautiful day. Beautiful day. Great racing up in the Twin Cities at uh, Lake Elmo and and having a blast. And then Sunday, get up, and it is, oh, my geez, snowing. And then you, know, and you think, well, okay, it's a little snow, and then it'll stop, and then it'll be gone. It snowed till like, I don't know, it's snowing through all the morning races, the kids' races. Got some fantastic photos uh, of the little kiddos out there on their bikes in the snow and the mud. And then it just got mooky. People sliding all over. Some great photos of JP tumbling down a hill. Ooh, and then probably the, the people who changed out their, their normal tires for the studs put the <laughs> studded tires on those bikes. Could have had studded tires. Went with the mud tires. You switch out to the mud tires. They're a little bit knobbier, and they shed the mud a little bit better. But it didn't matter. It was just muddy and uh, slippery and really fun to watch. Uh, it's fun to watch people crash, as it turns out, and slide down the hill. You know, it's 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 uh it's 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 safe crashing. You know what I mean? It's non-threatening crashing, and uh, so but it was a lot of fun. And then uh, I raced at the end of the day. So by the time I raced, it wasn't as bad, but it was still slippery. All the snow had started to melt. But then we get back here, snow. Thought I was gonna have to shovel. Okay, it wasn't that bad, but there's still snow on the house this morning. Yeah, a little snow on the rooftop. Yeah. So this weekend, though, you're telling me it's because this is now this is an important weekend because we've been we've been talking about cyclocross and bike racing all fall, right, and part of the summer. Now we get to the local races. So this weekend is Elmwood Forest Cross here in Sioux Falls uh, Sunday at Elmwood Park. So it's got to be nice for that, Dan. Sunny in 52. There you go. That is perfect cyclocross weather, my friends. A little crunchy under the foot, maybe a few little mud spots. That'll be perfect. Elmwood Park, of course, at the corner of Russell and uh, uh, Qantas. Big cottonwood trees there. Little little forested area back in there. Used to be uh, used to be uh, a camp. It was uh, for the boys' club. Not Camp Teepee Tonka. That's the Y. It was uh, Fort something else. Camp. Oh, now I can't believe they had this little like actual pioneery looking fort back in there. And so there's a little clearing, but it's a forest and a lot of bird watching there. In fact, it is like, I think it is the only park in the city of Sioux Falls that you can uh, have horses. There's a horse tie up there, little signs that say, you know, watch out for the horses. Every once in a while, somebody be there clomping around. But it's a, it's a lovely park and it's a great place to have a, a local cyclocross race. Very family friendly, uh, uh, yet festive. Going to have a food truck. My Place Mobile Cafe out of uh, Parker. They're fantastic people. Got all kinds of good stuff. Racing starts about noon. Kids races, juniors races, beginners races, adultery, adult races, older Careful. races. Careful. I know. Yeah. And then the, uh, and then the uh, uh, Run What You Brung uh, Expo, which is basically ride any bike you want. Uh, there's some costuming that often happens as we are getting close to Halloween. And uh, some frivolity. It's very, and it's a lot of fun. So come on out. 
Of course, if you saw some of the highlights of the halftime of the Iowa State football game, they had the dancing T-Rexes. Yeah, I did see some of that. Holy what was monolies. that? Oh, my geez. They were just... <laughs> I had about you know I'd, I'd probably forty five people you know dressed up in the T Rex. Maybe you could have a T Rex race at yeah, the cyclocross. That would be a thing. People often work. There was a guy this weekend up in Minneapolis that was uh, dressed as a piece of pizza. Ooh, yeah. And then uh, uh, there's lots of costumes during these things, so it'll be fun. It, it, it like I said, it's family friendly. It's but it, yet it is it is festive for the adults, and uh, we have uh, music and announcing and everything else so it's it's just a it's just a good time if you've never been to a cyclocross race there's heckling involved and you know it's just uh it's a great spectator sport as well and then two weeks after that uh what is that november 3rd 4th something like that is uh mad town cross up in madison good people up in madison up there john barry he's organizing that race that's a saturday night and then sunday he's got a trail run with it and everything else that'll be very festive as well and then the week after that, which is like 11th and 10th, something like that, 10th and 11th. 11th and 12th. 11th and 12th. Uh, Frosty Cross down in Lamar's. And that, of course. 10th and 11th, sorry. 10th and 11th. It's like, the, uh, of course, the ice cream capital of the world. So you got that going for you. And the people in Lamar's, fantastic people. So local cross going on through the next few weeks. Um, and then we'll be wrapping up the season with some, uh, with some state championships. So. But come on out, people. It's a really fun uh, atmosphere and, and good for everybody. Great for the, the, our friends at the Parks Department. Are wonderful, and we look forward to seeing everybody out there. We've got a great show for you today. Our guest, Jeff Hansen. Of course, you know Jeff. He's the chief ambassador, chief ambassador of fun for Sculpture Walk. And we're going to talk about the, this year's People's Choice Award winner from Sculpture Walk. And then we're going to talk about also whatever happened to all the other ones, because this is the 15th year of Sculpture Walk. So there's 15 now. People's Choice Awards out there. We'll figure out what happened to those. The Common Man is our weird friend of the day. And I will have a PL statement just after the next break. Today's topic, didn't we learn our lesson on this one? Hmm, what could that be? It's local. That's state. Find out here in just a minute on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Twenty-one on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And it's that time of the day when we look through the news and uh, find things that uh, disturb us and make us happy, get us thinking a little bit, you know, fire up those synapses. It is time for the PL statement. And uh, this is sort of an ongoing story that I have been uh, uh, watching a little bit uh, just because um, I have an interest in it. And it involves uh, gold mining. In the Black Hills, okay, and if you'll, if your memory is this long, you'll recall that at one point we had a thriving strip mining industry out in the Black Hills. I think there were six or eight major mines going on, and this isn't like you know what you think of maybe as a gold mine with a big hole in the ground, you know, or like a I mean a hole in the ground that you go down and you know like the home stake, right, uh, the underground mine. Or even, you know, the, the, the pit out there in Leed, 
right? Which is, you know, where they pull gold out of for a long time. Strip mines, they just bring in a bunch of massive plows and basically scrape the ground and uh, and then sift it out, spray it with arsenic to remove the gold, and uh, then try and 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 re- rehabilitate the land afterwards and not let all the uh, arsenic. No, it's not. Is it arsenic? It's a it's a nasty chemical. It starts with an A. I think it's arsenic. That's a spice. Anyway, it 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 contaminates water because uh, no matter how hard they try, there are leaks. And the when once you scrape away a mountain, it's never quite the same. All right, that's my opinion. And the strip mining industry kind of died away because gold prices went way down. Right. And we know that we've got this long history and heritage in gold mining out in the Black Hills because of, uh, you know, the, the gold rush, right? Custer, that's why he was there. So it's embedded in our history, right? And we've had statewide votes on strip mining, uh, and it prolifer- proliferated uh, to a great degree out there in the late 80s, early 90s, and has kind of died away. Well, it never died, right? It was never gone, Um, And now this uh, Canadian company, Mineral Mountain Resources, uh, they have a temporary permit to use water from Rapid Creek for test drilling, and that expires December 31st. They don't have a permanent permit or anything like that yet, Uh, but people are very concerned, and they should be, okay? Um, I don't know why we're doing this. Why are we going going back? Why are we turning back the clock and just allowing full-on raping of the land? for short-term gain of one company. And there are some jobs associated with it. Yes. But it's time to move on. It's time to move on from a heritage of gold mining and harming the natural resources, the very valuable natural resources that we have. In this mine, they want to go in near Rochford. Okay? And there's a lot of discussion out in the Black Hills about this, and we don't talk about it much over here. Um, but it, but it is happening and this, they're, they're, they're pressing forward. Um, the fact of the matter is that we still have, a, a, an EPA Superfund site and we have for 18 years at the Gilt Edge mine because those guys, that company that was there for their short term game after they were done scraping away the earth and allowing the, the minerals that were there to get exposed and pollute the water. Because once you expose things to oxygen and water, it transforms them, it oxygenates them, and they can become more harmful, and then they get in the water, right? So we have this, we have this gilt edge mine out there that's still a Superfund site because the company walked away from it after they were done. When they, I think they went out of business because gold dropped so far. And it was left for us to clean up. And there's never enough money in these remediation funds to do that. And so we're left, the federal government in this case is left holding the bill. Why would we let, why would we do this again? Why? Now, this company has to go before the state at some point if this is going to go forward and they're going to have to get a bigger water permit. But there's all kinds of things wrong with this. And you can't, you cannot put things back to the way they were after you strip mine it. You can't. You can bring it up to some sort of minute, but it's not going to be the same as it was. And in the meantime, 
you're pulling water out and you're trying you're trying to put you're trying to uh, keep it from getting back into the water when you're done with it, right? The chemicals, the minerals. And there we are replete with examples of the, when this goes wrong. And you know, the science is pretty good. They know what to do. They have the knowledge to do it. But it doesn't always get done. Because corporations will always do what's best for the corporation, not for the people or the land. That is the responsibility of government. And the state of South Dakota needs to say no to gold mining in the state of South Dakota. There is no good that comes from it. It was part of our heritage. It is no longer part of our heritage. There are a lot, it's part of our heritage, no longer part of our future. There are a lot of things that are part of our heritage that we don't do anymore. Native American boarding schools, okay? Open till farming, not using conservation methods. You know, we don't need to go backwards. We can go forwards. There's a, a huge science lab in an old mine out there. That's going forward, okay? The Sanford lab, that's going forward. Allowing another strip mine at Rochford, that's going backwards. And it doesn't help anybody in this state except for a handful of people who are trying to get rich. It's the bottom line on today's PL statement. You can agree or disagree with me. Send me an email, Patrick at KSO.com, Twitter at P Lally Show. Coming up after the news and weather, we're chatting with the common man on Weird Friends. Always a pleasure. Great way to start the week. He's been sitting around all weekend just thinking of things to say. That's coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-five on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and it's Monday. And one of the things I like about Mondays is that I generally get to speak to my weird friend, the Common Man. And today is no different. And it strikes me, uh, Mister Common, that I, you, my friend, would make a mighty fine cyclocross heckler. God, but I, I heard you mention that. I mean, what on earth could you make? I mean, you're all dressed funny. Well, I mean, there you go. It starts I mean, there. <laughs> can't even. You wear your shorts are way too tight. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> no. Why don't you get another yellow shirt? <laughs> okay. <laughs> your helmet looks funny. No, no, mine does too. That's no. What I like. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the I get a lot of stuff about how I should be going a lot faster. I have nice. I have some nice gear. Mm. And people are like, oh, hey, hydraulic disc brakes. You should be going a lot faster. Are they stuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The 12-year-old just came through here, and he rode this part. You know, I mean, it's stuff like that. That seems awfully PG for trash talk. No, I'm I'm cleaning it up a little bit. Well, a little? Okay. Yeah. You don't want to get too... There's an art to it, because... You, you, it's, you don't want to, you want to be heckling, but not degrading. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to like, 
<laughs> well, you know, there's a lot you of want to, you, you right want now. to take a scoop out of the self-esteem bucket. You don't want to kick it over. No, no, no. We're all different people. Yeah, you know? come on. We're all out there trying, but that's part of the spirit of the thing, you know. And yeah. people are trying to give you, you know, licorice and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> pasta. Pasta. <laughs> no, I always thought that a great hand up, and they're called hand ups, would be. Uh, the thing that's happened recently is people put things on the end, like a stick with a string on it, and then there'll be like a Slim Jim on the end, you know, (laughs) stuff that you would never eat while you were doing something athletic, like a donut hole. Uh, You look like you're low on nitrates. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get the uh, pork fat and nitrates. Yes. That cycling takes that right out of you. There's some adult beverages that occasionally get handed up. Uh, These things are not... Um, these are actually against uh, uh, USAC official rules, but if oh. you find the right place on the course, and it's when the that right starts place. being against the rules, only yeah. outlaws will be having slim jims. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of it, but I was we were talking about the other day, like what would be a highly inappropriate hand up that would be <laughs> also be very funny, you know, like ravioli, you know, like a piece of ravioli hanging off a stick, you know. <laughs> I don't know, uh, some like a fried mac and cheese thing. Car keys. Car keys. <laughs> there was, a, I was at a race, often money is another part of it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a, they might be looking for a whole different sort but, of entertainment. To, than yeah, but to offering. get the money often, you have to do something that is, the money is not often in a, a spot that you would normally touch on a human being. Oh, dear. Okay, or it's... Uh, it's on something on the ground that one would not normally touch. You, you see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. And this is not normally among the, the, like the good people. This is something that happens in my races. I see. Old fat guys. I see. Yeah. Okay. So, sort of the, uh, the Wednesday night beer league of cycling. Now you're getting <laughs> You're starting to get the spirit of the thing. <laughs> yeah, some, you know, if you, if you get a flat tire, you have to bring a case next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> Next week, how about later in the day? Well, there's a little more immediate mm-hmm. retribution yeah. in the cycling world. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. How are you, man? I'm doing swell. Yeah. Just had a stellar weekend of, of, of deep depression and funk. Just, what? Oh, well, you know, just while I was watching, I had a lot of plans. I wanted to do, oh. you know, and I put off everything until I had some, I had some brothers in town, so we had, had some nice visit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to do all my yard work Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was looking for a nice day outside, fresh air, beautiful. Oh God, I tell you, this state, this state. <laughs> but I, I, I really appreciated Dan's update. On, hey Dan, how many inches? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then he did. He did rope in uh, Jamestown, North Dakota, for us to make us feel better. About he did. Ourselves. He is an encyclopedia. Whenever you're in a funk because of something like that, just think about North Dakota, and you start feeling better already. Yeah, that's that's how I I, I keep. Keep my chin up at all times. I get well. Could be us. Could be North Dakota. <laughs> so your brothers are in town. You've got what twelve, thirteen brothers. In town? <laughs> I have four brothers. Oh, four brothers. Okay. Four brothers and two sisters. Got it. But, but when uh, they come yeah. to town, you have to like. There's certain authorities you have to alert, right? Oh, oh yes. Well, yeah. There's got to give the crowbar a heads up. So that's always <laughs> kind of a, a, a solid deal. <laughs> Lift. You got to let lift know. Lift. Uh, put a couple more people on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 an absolute certainty. Especially when they're going to they're going to the Skinnerd concert. Oh no! 
That's yeah. why they were here? That's why they were here. Oh, my God. How did that go for them? It was, uh, they said it was a great show. They great, blended great right show. in. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, they are the target demo for sure. And, Skinner! Uh, there's no Skinner! Skinner! Freebird, dude! Does anybody actually, there's like one, there was, now, I'm not a Skinner aficionado by any, by any stretch of the imagination, but I do recall some sort of very tragic plane crash. Yeah. So, yeah. like, the, the Skinner is not Skinner, right? Well, they, well, his brother, uh, I think it's a, Ronnie Van Zant was the original, and two other people I think believed died in the plane crash, and so they his his brother sings the vocals, and and uh, other folks have taken the other roles, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's, it's the Soul Survivors or Street Survivors farewell tour. I think mm-hmm. this is I think this is it. They're billing this as their their final tour, but I I you know I didn't know they were touring before. Yeah, well, you know how rock bands are. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's like uh, furniture stores. They've been, on a, they've been going out on their fi- farewell tour for about 25 years now. <laughs> furniture stores. We're, we're, gonna sell, we're going out of business. Well, yeah. you've been out of business, going out of business for 15 years now. But, you know, that's, okay. that's hey, how you keep some interest up. Um, you want to hold on? and Because uh, I, I, I want to ask you about something. But it's sure. going to take longer than we have right now. So, uh, okay. You got a minute? Got it. All right. Cool. We're going to come right back with the common man and talk about the rest of the weekend. Very eventful on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Three forty-six on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and we're chatting with the common man on Weird Friends, and uh, we were talking about the weekend uh, earlier and uh, the snow and all that. And Skinner, snow and Skinner kind of goes together. No Skinner. Yep. Uh, so you you couldn't you had you couldn't do your lawn. What did you do then on Sunday after the? Uh, I, tried, you know, I I went to the gym, and that, that wasn't even more depressing. I, I came home and I watched a. I watched the sixty minutes in the evening, and and, and that that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, oh, that's right. I missed it because I was driving back, but I heard the stories. Yeah, the pre- I mean, El the, Presidente the pre- was on. President Trump was interviewed by Leslie Stahl, and you know, the thing that was kind of, uh, I guess, disconcerting about it, at least to me, you know, and everybody knows, you know, politics is the ultimate game of win or lose, you know. It's, but it, it, when the question came up, that he says, he says, well, why did why did you give that? Do you think that was good? To mimic uh, Doctor uh, Ford mm-hmm. during his uh, campaign speech mm-hmm. that he gave, and he says, "Well, he goes, well, you know, uh, if I wouldn't have given that speech, we wouldn't have won." And the thing that struck me when he says, "Well, you know, first off, he's probably right. Maybe he's right." In uh, the second part is when she pressed him on it, he goes, "But do you think that was right to mimic her or you know, sort of mock her in that fashion?" And he says, "Well, it really doesn't matter because we won." So we kind of hit on that twice. Mm-hmm. You know, just sort of, you know, it's like, well, yeah, win, yeah, but win correctly? I don't know. Win, At what win, cost? What's, what's winning and what's right? You know, mm-hmm. and it's. I don't think that's an easy thing for for Americans to kind of swallow is just the win, uh, you know, the burn the fields mentality about winning. But that seems to be what plays now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that is, at some measure, that's, always been we reward the winners right i mean that's yeah. that's what we uh, winners write history and we know that but we as as a country we we sort of glom on to the winners whether it's sports or politics or whatever 
rich people, you know? Yeah, and people see, you know, it, you know, Washington atmosphere where it's, for God's sake, get something done. Mm-hmm. As my father-in-law used to say uh, to me, he goes, God, do something, even if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, do any, you know, just get something moving. So I understand the, the mentality, but it sort of gets you into that, you know, that karate kid gray area, you know, where, okay, you know, Daniel wanted to win, but he wasn't going to cheat, and the guys from Cobra Kai. Oh, I hate those guys. They were going to win, even if they had to sweep the leg. Sweep and the leg! Sweep the leg! Oh, God. And, you know, and so at the end of movies, well, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But in Washington, that seems to work a lot. And I'm not saying it's one side or the other. That's what you got to do. you got to go right to the ground uh, in order to make it uh, work anymore, it seems. Blood sport. Yes, and you know, in the other movie that, that, that came to my mind was The Untouchables. You know, oh, when they yeah. and they're sitting there, and, and Costner's in the in the church with Sean Connery, and he's going, "I, I got to get, I got to get Capone, I got to get Capone." And Sean looks at him and says, "So tell me, what are you prepared to do?" <laughs> <laughs> and Costner says, "What do you mean?" And so I can just imagine Sean going, mm-hmm. "To win in politics, you have to be prepared to go to the wall." To go all the way. They pull a knife, you pull a gun. They put one of yours in the morgue, you put one of theirs in the you know, they're in the other way. Yeah. And then but that's the D C way <laughs> in order to get things done. And so it's just it's just kinda sad <laughs> to think that, well, now we're down to this. We have to just go out and just burn the fields and do everything that doesn't seem right as Americans to get things done. No, that's the way the Romans did it, you know. They finally they got tired of Carthage. They got <laughs> they got f- tired of Hannibal coming over the 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 Pyrene- the Alps with his elephants and they just went down there and they they ransacked the place, they burned it down. That wasn't good enough. They plowed it and salted it so nothing but would ever come back. Salted the fields. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's that's how you win, right? That's the That'll end. fix your wagon. Yep. But it's you know, but but you think about it though. How does it how does that translate? And some at the end of the day, we all have to live with those decisions. And history is going to be our judge. Mm-hmm. As we go back to these these times, and, and we'll say, well, you know, then I don't know if it's going to look at us all that kindly. I think it's it's one of those things you're going to have to probably deal with. And as as a great grandpa, or someday if you get to be living that long, you'll have to go. Well, I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to do at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said salt the fields, and I don't know, it just became a thing. God, I didn't think any, oh my geez, I didn't think anybody's going to listen. <laughs> my bad. You got, no, here's the thing. Uh, I, not you, you, have to, you have to help me with this oh my geez thing. Oh, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I, See, that replaces one of my old favorites, which was, you know, in, in uh, growing up in Minnesota, mm-hmm. with, with my our Law Fargo friend. They, you know, the the ladies of the town would come up and they'd say something unfortunate had happened to one of the kids in in our school. And they, well, you know, the, the Westby kid, he he got an accident, and he's well, he's well, bless his heart, <laughs> bless his heart. Well, he he got he got caught smoking and or drinking, and well, oh, bless his heart. And, you know, it's like oh, <laughs> so bless his heart is the like, well, this kid's a total idiot, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, my geez. You gotta, but, oh my geez, that's such a beautifully Midwestern uh, ex, you know, exclamation of, of uh, surprise, um, yeah. upset. You know, you, you can just let that one fly in front of Grandma. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You can teach it to your kids. Oh my geez. And, or you can put a little emphasis on it and just say, oh my 
jeez, my hand is killing me. You know what and I mean? So much, you know, and all the people who think they're clever and say, oh, my Lanta. No. My Lanta. You know, first of all, why are you giving my Lanta a plug? That's, That's no good. Yeah, no, and it's, I used to, it's not good. Disgusting. No. Oh, my jeez. I think you're going to, they will think, you'll be the second coming of Garrison Keeler. You'll be, they'll, they'll put that on your tombstone. They'll say, Patrick Lally, 1965, and they'll say, yeah. oh my jeez. Oh my jeez. <laughs> what went wrong? That's, he, he's clearly tried. But oh my jeez, his poor mama. That's what oh it'll be. <laughs> oh, you know the Lally boy. <laughs> Bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, my jeez. You know, oh you know he, he, he didn't do, he's doing radio now. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I'm glad he could find something. I never thought he had a voice for radio. <laughs> he, he said, he's a smart boy. He's a, he always did well. He always did well, that one. Landed on his feet, he did. <laughs> oh, my jeez, he did. Oh, my jeez. And he likes that bicycling. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't get it, but oh, um, <laughs> propensity to wear odd clothing, but okay, that's all right. You have to, you have to start using the on the social medias, man. Get on board. I'm, I'll, I'll be, I'm going to be hashtagging my brains out. Okay, well, that's all I can ask. <laughs> uh, Common man, thank you very much as always for getting our Monday going here. You're very welcome, Patrick. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. See you. Take care. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk to Phil Shrek. And uh, find out what went wrong there from the KSFY Severe Weather Center. And then uh, Jeff Hansen, he's from Sculpture Walk. We're going to talk about the People's Choice Award for this year and years past. Walk down memory lane. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. This is a public service announcement with guitar. Three fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and a couple of days left up till the seventeenth. Today, by my watch, is the fifteenth. That brings us to Wednesday. The Feed Seniors Now Food Drive Comfort Keepers has partnered with the Salvation Army to collect non-perishable food donations to supplement the Senior Commodities Program. Drop off your donation at any Hy-Vee in Sioux Falls, Active Generations, Andy's Affiliated Foods, Franklin Foods, Comfort Keepers, Sola Salon, the Fairway in Sioux Falls, and Harrisburg. More than 5,500 commodity boxes will be distributed this year. Your donation will provide healthy, nutritious meals for seniors. Great deal. Got a couple days left to do that. Coming up after the news with Dan Peters, we're going to talk with Phil Shrek from the KSFY Severe Weather Center. Find out what happened. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSL. Four fifteen on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and I thought I'd just let you listen to the replacements. I can't hardly wait. I can't hardly wait. There's no I in there in the title. Such a great song. I always forget about it. You know, it's Replacements one of the greatest bands this region's ever produced. Maybe the greatest. But that's not why we're here today. We're here because Jeff Hansen is here, and of course he's the chief ambassador. I call him the chief ambassador of fun. Or maybe you call yourself that. I don't know, Jeff. I, I can't remember where that came from. Uh, but uh, you're with Sculpture Walk. You represent Sculpture Walk on a lot of different levels. And today's a big day for Sculpture Walk. It is. We uh, we announced our 
the winner of the People's Choice. Every year, people get to vote on which sculpture they like the best, which then becomes a part of the city's permanent collection. And uh, this year, it was the sculpture called Bear Lee Standing. Bear Lee, Lee standing. standing. Very cute name. It is a six-foot grizzly bear made out of forks and knives. Yeah, and it is pretty cool. It, it, it is it is very cool, and you, and you just... You really have to wonder sometimes where these artists find their inspiration. But this year's artist was really special. Gary Hovey, New Knoxville, Ohio guy. And he's brand new. He got referred to us by a couple other artists, Mm -hmm. and so he came in. Well, as it turns out, Gary is fighting Parkinson's disease. Oh, wow. And uh, and so we were were lucky enough that uh, the good folks over at Sanford... Uh, they lent us a um, uh, a motorized wheelchair for him. Oh wow! And but it, it's just amazing when you think of the how he's fighting that disease, but yet can weld all these forks together. And I have no idea how many there there are. But uh, he said his family gets great fun out of going to estate sales and rummage sales Is and that, finding forks. Yeah. I was going to ask. <laughs> I mean, he's just stealing them from restaurants or, you know, like sliding them into the pocket. Or, <laughs> it's a lot of silverware. Oh, it is. It's just amazing. And it was just selfie central this year because it just captures people. You know, you just don't see it every day. No. The thing about that sculpture, and it's, it's uh, let me think about this. It's right out in front of Pave-ish, right across from the diner, right in that area? Or is no, it down this, far this, this one's right in front of the Shriver building. So Shriver. Right at, I'm right a block off. I'm a yeah. block off. It's 11th, 11th and Phillips. Phillips. So, uh, but what's amazing about it is when you, when you see it, when you first see it, you think, oh, there's a big silver bear. And you don't think, and you're like getting a little closer. You go, well, what the heck? Is it, what is it? And then you get right up next to it and you realize... What's silverware? That's amazing. It has, it has this, it, it is a sculpture in the truest sense in that it, it portrays an image. It portrays some sort of impression on your brain, but it's created from things that you would never think of. And that's what the amazing part of that sculpture is. You know, and, and with the tines of the fork, it looks like the, the fur of the bear. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is just amazing how he did that and how he came up with it. Um, but what what a wonderful guy and what a wonderful addition to to our permanent collection in Sioux Falls. So how does that work with the permanent collection? Uh, we've been doing this for 15 years. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, so where does the money come from? Um, do, does it is it the is it what price? How do you figure out how much to pay for the sculpture? How that works is artists can elect if they want to be in the People's Choice or not. Okay. Now that. The, the city does cover it because it becomes the city's sculpture. Mm-hmm. And, but it's only, it's capped at 20,000. Okay. So it's capped all the way up there. And, and this. So if one, I have something and I think it's, I want to have it part of the sculpture walk, but I think it's worth 50 grand, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not going to be part of the, no. the people's choice. No. Now, how many of them are, you know, I mean, I don't know what a sculpture's worth. Well, right, it's twenty thousand a lot. Or are we stealing these things from these people? You know, this one wasn't quite twenty. I believe it was around twelve thousand. Oh, okay. And uh, and you know, sculptures range in price just tremendously. Um, the uh, the the beautiful tree grow is the name of the sculpture right in front of the uh, Irish pub. Mm-hmm. Um, that was only four thousand dollars. Oh, wow! And and you know, really inexpensive. 
And then you have some, well, like last year, Ickeson, the bison, oh, God, by Gary Monaco so cool. out yeah. of Colorado. And that was a $300,000 sculpture. Well, see, I can see that. First of all, it was ginormous. <laughs> yes. And it was so intricate. And oh. it had, I don't know, what those things, what were those things sticking out? It was amazing. Here's it was what, fur. He found, he does nothing but work with found metal. Mm. And he scours farm belts and fields to find the perfectly rusted metal. Well, now you picture he cuts that metal into old business card size strips. <laughs> and then he takes a snip. He superheats it, takes a snip, and then twists each one of those strands into making that hide. Now, he was about, oh, not quite a third of the way done, and he'd already done 10,000 of those. <laughs> That's, okay. And yeah, I can see where that'd be 300 grand. I mean, oh, yeah. You're not just going to let that baby go for a, a saw buck. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, the, the mushroom has been extremely oh, yeah. popular this year. Yep. But that's a $40,000 sculpture. Yeah. That may have been, if, it, if, there was a, if there was no limit, that one may have won. Yeah, I think it, it is, it is, it's an amazing sculpture. We'd love to keep it here all the time. I noticed uh, that you, uh, do you have put a railing around it, right? That came with that it. That was with it? That came with it. Uh, somebody's been shining that thing up every day, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, we, we like to think that our executive director, Jim Clark, is really a versatile person. Yeah. So he's taking on the custodial duties. <laughs> Poor Jim. Every he has morning. He do everything. <laughs> man, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, when he, goes out, when he goes on vacation or is out of town, then I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Get down there with the Windex? Get down there with the Windex. Well, we've got a special cleaner with ammonia. It doesn't streak as bad. Oh, okay. Do you, do you get like, you got to buff it with some sort of cloth? Or you, I mean, there's no squeegee you can use on that. No, you, you climb inside and then we use a microfiber cloth and then people drive by and think that we're vandalizing it, call the police. And, <laughs> you know. I do look kind of suspicious. Well, I mean, when it's Jim, it's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you maybe ought to update the wardrobe a little bit, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Hansen, he's chief ambassador for uh, Sculpture Walk and uh, one of the many folks who keeps this operation going, along with Jim Clark, who is the, uh, the mastermind behind the whole thing many years ago, uh, now 15 years, the Bear Lee Standing. So it's, is it, is it, it's Bear Lee, like a bear, and then L-E-E, comma, yep. standing. That's correct. Barely standing. <laughs> Shouldn't it just be barely standing or he's barely standing? You know. Because he is standing. <laughs> we, we usually don't quibble with artists yeah, and their punctuation and grammar. <laughs> but um, but uh, he, he was one of the better ones when it came to his artist statement yeah. And, yeah. and really putting a meaning behind it. Uh, the, the rest of the sculpture walk now is you, you put them up in the spring, put right? them up the first weekend in May, unless it conflicts with mother's day, we'd yeah. like to stay married. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> also and, a lot of traffic down there, you get brunches and such. Right. Uh, and, uh, and so, so then they come up and we take them down in the second week of April and then we restore every one of those pedestals. We grind off the old welds, we scrape them, we sand them, we repaint them, and get ready for the next year. You probably need some more volunteers, don't you? 
We have great volunteers, but we're always open for more. That, there, that's, that's for sure. Can't have enough hands. No. Many hands make light work, Jeff. I, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> and this is kind of an aside, but if I do want to, if I want to get involved with Sculpture Walk, uh, and I've just been sitting at home, you know, twiddling my thumbs this whole time, and now I'm like, you know, I really ought to help because I go down there and I enjoy them. Uh, what do I do? Who do I call? Is that you? Yeah. You can call myself or Jim. So I go to like the website or something? If you go to the website, there's a contact us page, and you can just jump on that. It's it's uh, sculpturewalksufalls.com. Sculpturewalksufalls.com. And you get a hold of us. You know, we had one group in, and the two years in a row now, and it's the people from CrossFit. Hmm. You know, I mean, they're... They're fit. They're fit. Yeah, and they, they can, can lift. They can carry some and, things. And they have good posture when they lift. <laughs> they, you know, lift with your legs, Jeff. I mean, I'm one of the youngest guys that volunteers. Oh, no, and, that's and, sad. And I'm at 60. <laughs> so you don't look a day over 59. But it, but it was fun. We had uh, we had six six ladies from CrossFit come in, mm-hmm. and you were supervising, of course. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in a chair, and <laughs> and we had a very large sculpture come in that we had to transport out of town. And it was a it was a large pig with a little girl riding on it. Mm-hmm. It's been in our exhibit before, yeah. but it's big. I mean, it's massive, and it was on a pallet. And these four gals lifted it, get out, and put it on a trailer. Now the funny thing is, is the name of that sculpture is Careful. Girls can do anything. Oh man, to get photos of that, I did. I almost wept. <laughs> I did weep a little bit. Manly that was later. Um, we're going to come right back and talk with Jeff Hansen. He is the chief ambassador for Sculpture Walk. And there's uh, some other stuff coming up, some events that you need to be involved with and want to know about because they're fun. Right, Jeff? Big, big time fun. We're going to come right back on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Well, it's dark where I've been staying. Don't you worry and come on. Four thirty-four on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSO, and of course that is trampled by turtles. Codeine. Uh, we're here with Jeff Hansen, who is the ambassador for Sculpture Walk. And uh, are you familiar with Trampled by Turtles? Are you a friend? Are you a I, fan? I am now. See, I listened to your show and oh, then I, I googled the song <laughs> because I, you know, I'm old and but I like this stuff and so so then I'll download it. Oh, thanks. Um, they're coming, you know, January 18th, playing at the Pavilion. Oh, that'll be a nice show. Yeah, very nice show. Yeah, you're gonna have to get their tickets for that. Uh, I already got mine. I'm up front, but that's you know. <laughs> I'm open to special people. You're in the mosh pit. And when I say special people, yeah, I'm in the mosh pit. Hey, hey, at a Trampled by Turtle show, <laughs> things get a little nuts. Um, anyway, we're here with Jeff, and we're talking about Sculpture Walk. Uh, the uh, People's Choice Award was announced today, and it's uh, barely standing. The uh, magnificent uh, six-foot uh, grizzly bear made from uh, silverware that's at the corner of 11th and Phillips. And so... How this works is now the city buys it. Correct. Okay. And what happens to these? We've This is the 15th year of Sculpture Walk, right? It's 15th year. So there's there's 15 People's Choice Awards 
scattered around the city. You'll, you'll see them down at Falls Park, uh, Falls Park West, right next to the bike trail. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple there. The uh, Bacchus, which is at the fountain in the, next to the diner. Got it. That That's a People's Choice Award. Uh, there's some in front of libraries. Um, there's the uh, Sunday with Jesse, um, which is the little little boy with the uh, ice cream cone and the dog licking his face is at the uh, right in front of the bus depot. Got it. And and so it really adds to to the community. And and I mean, you're not going to get you're hard pressed not to walk around downtown and see a lot of sculptures because it's not just the 57 we put up, you know, the pavilion now has the sculpture garden Mm -hmm. and people like Jeff Scherschlicht at Sharapa and, and Erica and Dave Billion Jr. over at eighth and railroad, they, they have more sculptures there than most museums. Yeah. It's pretty amazing when you think about it and it does sort of start to just, uh, sort of fold into our consciousness. Uh, but I, we were talking earlier, and there, there's the one out in front of the Orpheum, and that is a, a really amazing sculpture. Uh, what the, what is that one called again? It's, it's called Circle of Friends. Yeah, and it's a it's a little girl reading a book inside this circle. I mean, it's just cool. Yeah, and and then all the different book names and references to books are are cast in that bronze. Mm-hmm. And there there's actually people from out of town who have every one of those memorized. You're kidding? No. I'm well, that's not. impressive. We have we have we have some incredibly loyal fans. You know, we draw over three hundred thousand people a year that that come down and, and see Sculpture Walk, and we get recognized around the world. And and uh, and when you meet those that are willing to travel from St. Joseph's, Missouri, just to see the new exhibit, it, it's it's really kind of humbling. Yeah. <laughs> but there's people that go around. It. I mean, there's other Sculpture Walks around the country, right? There are. Um, and, and we help about eight of them. Oh, really? Um, well, we have the largest database of sculptors, um, in the country. You're kidding me. Nope. I've said that about four times today because that, I'm always shocked by these things. That's, that's just something that's been built over, you know, 15 years. And then the, the referrals and references, um, they just keep coming in. So it's easy for us to help people, but we always get first choice. Mm-hmm. And then, but, you know, we'll get a call at least two a month from other communities around the country who want to do the same thing we do. And sometimes, you know, we might give them a little bit of advice, but other, other times we just say, hey, look, we're the best little city in America, there and we're not sharing. <laughs> That's, you, I like how you do that. Can you start saying, oh, my geez, a lot? Oh, my geez. Oh, my geez. <laughs> oh, my geez. I need some marketing help on that. And uh, if we could get like an oh, my geez sculpture, <laughs> yeah. hashtag oh, my geez, that's all I need. And then the, the, then we'll, we come back with the shirts and the, and the, the bomber caps and the, you know, the winter gear. Absolutely. Now, now, I'm pretty sure I owe you like a buck for, for saying best yep. little city in America with yep. the trademark. Yep. That one's already mine. <laughs> okay. That yeah. one, yeah. somebody put that on the Sioux Falls Wikipedia page. Oh. It wasn't me. Wow. It wasn't me, but Impressive. it's on the... Now, what worries me about that is that somebody else will, will, will take my catchphrase and and it'll become sort of like public domain. It's on Wikipedia. Somebody already stole it. But I have it in, I have it in you know... You've got it in print. It's I been do. around a long it time. It has. I, that's, that's one's old. So, best little city in America. And then 
Well, now I just put them together. Oh, my cheese, we're in the best little city in America. <laughs> that, that's nice. <laughs> no, I like that. You know, are you working on another one coming up soon? Uh, no, just that one. I'm just, still just working on Oma G's. Okay. Okay. Because, and then I'm trying to get that into some, some merch because maybe we could do like a fundraiser. Well, yeah. And, and we'll have to look at a, a sculpture that could be renamed Oma G's. Oma G's. <laughs> and then the shirts with the sculpture on it. Yeah. We could do it with David. <laughs> I mean, we could just steal Michelangelo's. <laughs> we could. He's long gone. <laughs> He's not going to care. You know, that's one thing that this next year we're going to be putting, um, um, David in our in our brochure. Oh, really? To promote it for our visitors coming in because that's part of the visitor experience. And if you think about it, there's what six six replicas of that. Is that what it is? I know it's not very many. And here we have it. Mm-hmm. And, and it is is it like a? Because I have you know I have now seen the original. I know. And it and I couldn't tell. You know, you're standing in there and you're like, is this? It seems bigger. So is it like a, a, a three-quarters size replica? Do you know that answer to that question? I don't know the answer to that. See, because ours is outside, and you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're in, in Florence, no, it's in, where is it? Florence. It's in Florence. Yeah, when you're in Florence and you're in that thing with the, 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 the Illuminati, or I can't remember who it is, but when you're in there, it's, it's, there's a lot of people, and it's kind of enclosed, so you're just like, it seems maybe bigger than it is. That and could it's, be. It's also marble. Right. So... So you're going to use David as a as a selling point now. Well, it, and it's more mostly for the visitors. Yeah. You know, the, when they leave, or they'll go. Wait a minute, we saw this huge Michelangelo. Yeah. And it's not in your brochure. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's not just about us, and we'll promote the sculpture garden and the other sculptors around, because there's there's over, there's over. I believe it's about 110 sculptures downtown. You're Besides kidding. Sculpture Walk with the 110 permanent sculptures. Well, permanent or leased. Uh-huh. And, and and so, you know, you throw a rock, you're going to hit a sculpture. But don't, please, please don't throw any rocks. Don't throw any rocks, people. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that here in uh, just a minute with Jeff Hansen, who is the chief ambassador for Sculpture Walk. Uh, and uh, we'll go into some of this other issues. And there's an event coming in. We still haven't touched on it. Big fundraiser oh, yeah. coming up. Yeah. Taste of Sioux Falls which is associated with Sculpture Walk. So we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Four forty-six on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO, and we're chatting with Jeff Hansen. He is the Chief Ambassador for Sculpture Walk, and we've been talking about the People's Choice Award, which was announced today, which is Bear Lee standing the six-foot silver sculpture of a grizzly bear made of silverware, and it is at Eleventh and Phillips, an awesome sculpture that will be added to the city's permanent collection, which is now fifteen. Fifteen years old. So, do you know? Like, do you remember what the first? People's Choice Award was? I believe it was Bacchus. Which is right by the... Uh, it's uh, on the fountain at the diner. Got it. That's pretty cool. And it's just the little dude sitting up there. Yeah. You and don't it, even it, notice it sometimes. And it fits so well with that fountain and, and the rocks. It yeah. It really does blend in. That's nice. Um, so, and we've talked about... It. What's your favorite of the People's Choice Awards, do you think? Oh. And don't say Bacchus, because, you know, that would be... No. Too cool. I, <laughs> You know, I, I 
I love to read, and so for me, it's circle of friends. Uh-huh. There was just just something about that, you know, and, and it was so difficult in bronze. Yeah. That um, great craftsmanship, great art, and for me as a as a reader and and a grandfather of two granddaughters, I oh boy. really enjoyed that. Yeah. And uh, it's in front of the Orpheum, which is kind of appropriate as well because it's, I mean, it's all the arts, but something about the yeah. words, right? Yep. Theater, it's a great one. words. Yeah. It's awesome. a great one. Uh, you've got a fundraiser every year and it's coming up, right? Taste of Sioux Falls. You bet. We've, it's the fourth annual Taste of Sioux Falls. And what we've done, it's kind of modeled after the Central Park Conservancy. Mm. They do a taste in New York. And I've been to that, which kind of inspired it. And, mm-hmm. and, I'll hold our restaurants up with some of the best there. We we are over come on now, don't we don't are, exaggerate just for fundraising. We are over blessed with great <laughs> restaurants and and locally owned great restaurants, mm-hmm. which is which is great. But we bring in fourteen of the best chefs and restaurants in the in the city, and uh, they have these samples. And they the chefs they this is their chance to show off, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do. I mean, they just they they. Pull it out. There's a great selection of, of wines, you know, and it is the taste of Sioux Falls. So we promote our, our local craft brewers. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a mighty kind of you. It, well, they're, they're a big part of the culture, too. It's the art of brewing. It's the, art <laughs> yeah, of the culinary right. arts. We're all together in this thing. And, and then uh, we sell raffle tickets. It's called the Ultimate Dining Experience. And we try and do it to, uh, to one of the top restaurants in the country. And they get uh, the winner gets a gift certificate to have dinner there plus a travel voucher. Oh, and so the first year it was at Alinea. Last year it was in Napa Valley. Included a tour of of uh, Vance Thompson's yep winery, Janum Winery. Yep, and uh, and this year it's to Eleven Madison Park. Is that in New York? In New York City. Oh, my God. And it is the number one restaurant in the world. Get out. I'm not kidding. And, and, and now dinner at these places is not inexpensive. So you're giving you're, for this raffle, I'm just getting like a 10% off coupon. No, it's actually a, <laughs> a, a dinner for two is about $1,000. Nice. Yeah. How do I get in on this deal? It's uh, You can go to our website. Yeah. Uh, SculptureWalkSiouxFalls.com mm-hmm. and take a look up at the top and go click on Taste of Sioux Falls. Yeah. And you'll learn all about, we've got uh, this year, we've got K Restaurant, Tina's Wonderful, mm-hmm. Sanaz, um, the the Vanguard team of Minerva's, Mori's, Grill 26, mm. Turks and Caicos. Uh, they're teaming together to just dazzle people. Parker's Bistro, um Holiday and Bread and Circus Crave Ode to oh, Good Food. I love all those things. Um, you know, and some new ones uh, this year. Swamp Daddies. Oh yeah, which they're great. Oh, and and they're they're creative, but you know, it really adds a nice mix to it. And then uh, the Myers Deli and more, and then the new R Wine Bar. Oh yeah, so just uh, opened know, on uh, e- on East Bank on East right, Street. Right, yep. right, and so. So there's a really great mix of, of food, and, and if you'd like, you can certainly gain more than a couple pounds. <laughs> so uh, when is Taste of Sioux Falls? I'm marking my It calendar. is November 1st. That's right around the corner, November 1st. At yeah. the Hilton Garden Inn. Perfect. And, and how does it work? So I, I yeah. plunk down how much? 
The tickets are $125. Yeah. Is that one or two? Per person. Yay. No, that's great. That's yeah. a donation. And uh, and it's what keeps us sustainable. It's yep. what keeps Sculpture Walk going. Yep. And uh, and it, it it believe me, it that money is well used and well served, and we're quite frugal. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're doing all right. So it's it's helping. It just helps operate the the the, the inner workings of of Sculpture Walk. Right. right. It, I mean, yes. it costs you a lot of money to to do this it does you know nobody's and, getting paid and it just costs money you know in the last two years we've been able to add a sculpture each year um and add different elements to the program and take care of our artists better so we can attract more and better artists mm-hmm. um and, and so so that becomes really important but what think about it if you were you couldn't go to every restaurant Mm-mm. For 120 bucks. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not so. You you capture that, and and the wine and the the beer are included. Yeah. So, oh, good. And, um, a, and a and a lift. Well, we haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. We might have to raise the price on it if, <laughs> if we do that. <laughs> Maybe give a shuttle. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, so that's November first at the Hill Garden Inn. It's it's the Taste of Sioux Falls. It's a big dang deal, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, funds uh, sculpture walk. But the other news is that you guys have already selected next year's sculptures, right? We did. Last Wednesday, there's a group of nine of us that get together. I'm more the secretary than a voter, mm-hmm. which is good. Well, you're the ambassador of fun. Well, you know, and I, I, I'm just working to be proficient at stick figures, so <laughs> <laughs> I might not be the best judge. But, it's unclear uh, how this happened, but, but yeah. <laughs> but... But uh, and and so we get artists from all over the world that submit their sculptures, and we this year we had about 145 sculptures from which we'll choose 57, mm-hmm. and it's fun. So 57 this year, and and it's a great mix. So d- did you you've chosen those sculptures plus the alternates and everything? Right. You still don't know what the final lineup's going to be. We don't yet. We when choo- will you know that? We choose alternates. We'll probably know a little as we get a little bit closer to uh, mm-hmm. April. Okay. Uh, some of the sculptures we choose, they get sold. And oh. and when that happens, number one, we're really excited for the artists. Yep. Because if they don't sell stuff, it's just an expensive hobby. Yep. <laughs> so, right. so, you know, we really want them to sell. And we do a good job of selling artwork here. Yep. So That's an opportunity. And yeah. That's why, that's why they do it. Well, we'll have you back when you guys get the lineup, all right? Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah, right. it'd be great. We'll forward you the pictures. You can put them up on the website. That's awesome. Jeff Hansen, he's the chief ambassador for Sculpture Walk, and we like to have him in time to time to get up to date. And today was a big announcement on the People's Choice Award, and you can find all that at our Twitter feed, at P. Lally Show. So, Jeff, thanks a lot for coming in. Thank you, Patrick. Coming up after the break, we're going to chat about what's coming up tomorrow. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 458 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up on October 27, the Trick or Treat Trail Run, 10 a.m. starting at Paisley Park. That's a Saturday, by the way, on the bike path along the scenic Big Sioux River. It's a 5K run walk and a 10K run. There will be a Candy Dash for kids 3 to 10, and that starts at 9.30. The Candy Dash is a .5-mile race. Each finisher receives a good goodie bag and an event shirt. For more information on this and other events, go see our listing at KSO.com. Oh, my geez, on the, story, on the show tomorrow, Jerry P. from ESPN 99.1 is going to be here. We're going to talk about high school football playoffs just around the corner. The Boon Man is a weird friend of the day. 
And Pat Powers will be with us from DakotaWarCollege.com. Stop by, will you? 3 to 5, weekdays, Information 1000, KSOO. Give me